Hello and welcome to the Ben Like Bamboo Resilience Show. To Ben Like Bamboo is to master change with flexibility. And on the show, I get to learn from and interview special guests about resilience and how to master it in our minds, in our bodies, and in our lives. And today I'm interviewing the beautiful Laura Bonetto. Hi, darling. Hi, how are you, Amanda? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me. That's okay. Please let me introduce you properly. So Laura is a Pilates instructor and the founder of C Studio. Laura has a background in psychology and social work with extensive experience working in the field of mental and sexual health, addiction and disability. It is through this lens that she has created a studio where the mind and body can come together. Having used Pilates herself to recover from emotional and physical trauma, it is on this journey of self-discovery that drives her vision of a studio that helps others define and attain their own version of health and well-being. So obviously I love what you do. <laughs> you know, I'm a huge lover of you and your work and you are my Pilates instructor. Um, I love that you've got um, clinical training and um, it's been so wonderful working with you remotely, um, you know, in 2020. <laughs> yeah, what a year. What a year. But you know what? I can't believe the change in my body just doing floor work without even the equipment. Yes. So I came to you the other day and we finally saw each other in person. I couldn't believe the exercises I could do versus, you know, six, seven, eight months ago where I couldn't even hold the positions. Yes. Well, I mean, the original um, Pilates repertoire was on the mat. So um, it is a full full body experience (laughs) to toe. Um, I mean, the equipment's amazing, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just about just continuing to keep moving and I, yeah, you've made amazing, amazing gains. Yeah. Progress. Exactly. Yeah. And because I've got MS and I've got symptoms of the pelvic floor and bladder and bowel and that whole area where, you know, that's my vulnerable area and digestive system. Um, when I'm working out and moving my body every day and I'm strengthening the pelvic floor, my symptoms go away. It's amazing. It's profound and it's life-changing for me. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like it changes lives. It does. (laughs) Because when you have to pee all the time, it's really annoying. It is very annoying. (laughs) It's really annoying and you you think too far in the future, you get out of the present moment. It affects the body, affects the mind and the mind affects the body. Yeah, and when you get out of your comfort zone, you get nervous. Like we all need to sort of pee a lot more when when we get nervous but me like it's a huge trigger for me and I'm yeah yeah, it just throws me but but when we um do the work and I'm moving my body every day and that includes you know regular Pilates sessions and I think it makes a difference doing it at least three times a week like at least um that that third that third class um yeah it, it it exponentially yeah adds to the benefits more than just a it's game changer <laughs> takes it to a whole new level because last year I was probably doing I only had time to really do two two day two times a week but when yeah. we upped it to three mm-hmm. it was oh, the, the definition and yeah, yeah. yeah it's great oh so That's um tell me yeah <laughs> so how long ago did you study Pilates um oh look I I Four years ago, I started my diploma. Um, yes. I'd done some previous study 
um, about eight years ago um, and when I was living in Hong Kong. Um, and then I came back um, and I went back into a social work job um, for a little while. And yeah, and then um, about two years later, then I thought, no, this is what I want to do. And I, and I went back and um, completed my training or did the extra training to make sure I knew what I was doing. And I felt like I was doing the, the um, doing Pilates justice, doing the, um, the method justice. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, yep. Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a quick, a quick um, course to finish. And I think it's oh, one yeah. of those, um, one of those fields where you're always learning. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, how many I'm years does it take? Journey. Yeah. How many years does it take to study Pilates like properly? Um, oh, look, the, the diploma, uh, um, a year. Yeah. And then you have a, about, a, then you have a ongoing 300 hours of, te- of teacher training where you have to yeah. complete that before you actually become qualified. So yeah. 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 So it just depends. If you've got a lot of time on your hands, you can do it quicker. If you, if you're a mum. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're working another job at the same time, you know. Yes, so just, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. That's the great thing about studying is you, you weave it in where you can. And you did yes. and you got there and you I did. you achieved it. So what does Pilates do for the mind, in your opinion? Oh, look, I think um, Pilates for me um, is my version of meditation. Mm. I do meditate as well. But um, it's about... It's about bringing the mind into the body um, and being present in your body. And the way that Pilates is taught and the way it's cued and the way um, um, we, we create visual techniques to get people to feel a movement or to experience a movement, um, it, your mind becomes so quiet and um, present within your body um, and all that stuff disappears into the background, all that out, outside stuff, all that world stuff, all that overthinking and, the, you know, the, um, the racing mind and the thoughts and what I have to do later yeah. and tomorrow and all that sort of stuff. It just, it, it fades away and you, and you become very, very present in the body. And I think um, th- that stays with you, not just while you're in the class, but it also, yeah. you take it away with you. And I think just being having that presence of and um, an awareness of your body. Um, and a great way to start your day. Like what a yes. morning ritual to, yeah. you know, set up your state like that. And it sounds like it's a really great way to empty the mind, um, yeah, bringing sure. yourself back into the present moment, which is, you know, our most creative state and also where we're going to promote repair in the body. Yeah. I love it. All right, let's dive in. So what does resilience mean to you? Oh, it's, oh, it's a big... It's a big term. Um, I, I think, I mean, I, traditionally I know or I understand resilience um, is sort of the ability to bounce back from adversity um, quickly and, and better than before. Um, and I acknowledge that's very relevant. Um, but I think the term for me, and I think on, on a bigger scale, um, has evolved, I think. Um, and it means a lot more than that now. And I think I think also because it relates to humans and the way that humans feel, human feeling and human behaviour, um, I think it's very multi-dimensional. Yes. Yes. So um, for me, rather than sort of bouncing back quickly and strongly, um, it's more about just being able to move 
through difficult times, mm-hmm. challenges, grief, whatever that may look like for you, mm-hmm. um, to continue to move, whether it's forward, whether it's sideways, whether it's even if it's backwards for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Back. Um, yep. But to be to continue to move um, and to be able to adjust. Yes. To absorb. Yes. And to find lessons in whatever whatever it it is that you're going through in your life. What I love about that is you're defining resilience in the most important way in that sometimes we think push forward, move, move on and, you know, bounce back from adversity, go to the next thing. But unless you sit in the crap and the difficultness of the pain, you, you won't go through it. And it's only by going through it that you become this whole new version of yourself that might be stronger, wiser, whatever, that, you know, that's, that is, it's all about being able to sit in it. And maybe it's about pausing. And I love this vulnerable side of, of resilience that you're presenting. Yeah, and I think I think very much that you know the traditional idea of resilience, whilst it's as I said, really valid, and for some people that's how it looks, and that's brilliant. I mean, <laughs> I'd yeah. love to be like that, but I think it can be. Um, I think that rhetoric can be a little bit, a little bit narrow, and I think it can make people feel a little bit like, well, what's wrong? If, if you're not like that, well, what's wrong with me? Am I not resilient? Am I not because I can't just bounce back, or I'm I'm finding this hard. I'm, I'm doing this slowly or I don't yeah. feel stronger. I don't feel stronger. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not resilient and it doesn't mean that you're not, you're not um, moving forward and growing and thriving. It's just yeah. it feels different and it looks different for you and that doesn't, that doesn't sort of discount your experience or it doesn't mean that you're not strong. I mean, I think moving through anything challenging, there's an inherent strength there. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Oh, yeah, I think you've got to love yourself yeah. enough to go at your own pace and not compare yourself to others, hey? Yeah, yeah. So important. Well, I'd love yeah. you to share something that you've been through that, you know, you had to be resilient through. Um, look, I think, I think probably, well, I know, probably the biggest thing um, was um, my, uh, I was uh, pregnant with my second child, um, a little girl, Kai, and at about 36 weeks we lost her. Um, I was 36 weeks pregnant. So, um, yeah, world just collapsed all around. (laughs) Life as I knew it came to an end. I mean, it it didn't, but that's how it felt. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that was, yep, there was a lot, a lot that I had to um, confront. (laughs) That's your body. That's yeah. your mind. That's your spirit. You only had a yeah. few weeks to go before you were expecting to give birth, right? Yeah. 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 I can't even imagine that would have just been yeah. one of the hardest things, the yeah, hardest I thing it's... I could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I think, um, yeah, just everything, everything changes in a, basically in a split second and it's, it's sort of, then, yeah. then it becomes... It becomes, um, well, for a little while, it becomes panic and, and, and numbness and just, yeah. you know, inability to move. And then, you, and, then it, and then I guess you get have to find a point where you're like, well, how do I start to move? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so. so before you started to move and when you were at your lowest point, what, what was that like sitting in that? Um, it was pretty scary um I 
I think, I mean, at first you just sort of go, you just, you don't, you sort of don't even want to be conscious. You just want to yeah. be gone. And I, I don't mean that in, in, you know, I don't mean that in you don't want to be alive, but you just, you don't want to be present. Present. You just, because yeah. you, your mind just, I mean, you just, you don't even know how to deal with something like that. I mean, uh, hope, hopefully you haven't been through something like that before, but yeah. um, if it is the first time. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, you, so it's, you go from that to sort of then, then thinking, well, where to now? And I think, um, you know, I'd set my life up to be a certain way. I had I already had a child and then I was going to have my another child and then I was going to have a year of maternity leave and then I was going to yeah. get back to my, you know, so it's it's all these things that you, um, a map, I guess, and suddenly that map's just gone yeah. and you're like, well, what, what do I do? So there's this sort of, this is real um, time where you're sort of very, very lost, I think. Oh, my um, gosh. And, and coming home from hospital and then just come yeah just it would have taken months and months and months and months and months to even get back into your body enough to even just go back to normal life routine it just would have been a total time of pause I I thought about you guys because I've known you and Alan for so long and when when I when I heard what happened I just thought of you guys I thought I kind of they must be just in a bubble of pause yeah and you have to, you have to stop and honour that moment. There's just no choice. You do have to give yourself that time. And I think, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and as I said, you know, there, of course there's moments where you don't, you don't, you, you don't know how you're going to go on. You're like, I, I can't, I don't, I have no idea at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do because you don't have a choice. I mean, you know, the choice, you have a choice in what that looks like, but at the end of the day, you, you, you just have, yeah, you you have to find yeah. a way. <laughs> yeah, and how did you like when you started to turn that around? Talk me through that. Like, what? How, how was that experience for you? And what was your turning point? How did you come out of it? Um, look, I think I think there's very much um, there. There is for me. There wasn't necessarily a turning point, but there were just small turning points, small moments. Yeah, where. I, you know, as, you know, I think grief and, and trauma and that, you know, it's not, I think before I had this idea that it was something that you sort of push through or like a, you know, a task to finish that you get through to the other side. And, and I very much learned that that's not the case. It's, it's more, a, yeah. um, it's more something that you endure. And, and so for me, it was about, and I, I use this term really, really loosely. I don't, um, it sounds um, I, I used to say, you know, fake it till you make it, and and it wasn't it wasn't about faking it, pretending you're okay, but it was yeah. about getting up, doing what you had to do, and then giving yourself time, then allocating some time where you could just fall apart and be um, not okay, yeah, yeah, just to be a not, not okay, okay. yeah. Exactly. Um, but then, so, you know, so I would get up, I would do what I needed to do with my daughter. I would be mum, I would do all that sort of stuff. And then as soon as yeah. I went to bed, then I would, that would be my time to just fall apart. So it was just, so at, at first, that's all it was. It was just yeah. allocating. So being okay when I had to be okay. And then, but then allowing myself not to be okay. So it was, that was that. And then, um, and then as that's, then the times then where I was okay and not okay started, the balance started to shift 
and it started to become easier to be in that space. And then, and then, um, yeah, I guess as as the balance starts to tip, then you're able to start to sort of open your mind to to future possibilities and and um and you know thinking about what what do I really want out of this life and yeah um, it was that point where I decided to do my Pilates um training so yeah so that was yeah, like so, a helped with that how did that happen how did that inspire your decision to just go for it yeah so that was that that definitely was one of the one of the points as I said one of the um the moments where I was like okay so this is what am I going to do? What do I want? Yep. Um, what this time that I didn't think I would have? Um, yeah. What am I going to do with it? And yeah. and that and then I was like, well, do you know what I really want to do? I really want to do Pilates. It's something I've wanted to do for, as I said, for a few, quite a few years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I did that, and that was that was honestly, I can I can probably say it. Prob- it it might sound a bit melodramatic, but it actually saved me. I think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, the course having something to focus on, um, and especially something like, a, a, um, especially a you know a discipline like Pilates, um, as we spoke about at the start, just bring, bringing myself back into my body, yeah, healing my body physically from childbirth, um, yeah. and um, and just feeling that sort of again synergy with my body and um, love for my body again and. Um, yeah, and just something positive. The power of Pilates. I mean, and again, gosh, it went to yeah, work. And, and again, and again, and, and movement again. So movement yeah. uh, physically and metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> Forwards. Yeah. So it just, it, for me, it was a, it was a, um, a real lifesaver. A, a time said, of healing for you. Yeah, it yeah, sounds exactly like. Exactly, a time of healing. Yeah, it sounds like your recovery was um, in cycles and chapters. So it's like this chapter yep. and then I'm going to do this chapter and then there's this cycle of I'm okay, the not, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, look at you now and, gosh, you wouldn't even know. Like I can't even tell that you would have gone through something like that and we do come out the other side. And so what's the biggest thing you learned, do you think, from that experience in life? Uh, uh, I think just oh gosh I mean you're you're constantly learning but I think just that you I think that I'm capable of more than I thought I was um I think before I was very much afraid um I've always been very much afraid of the the what if or or the what could happen that's my personality I'm a little bit of a warrior yeah yeah (laughs) um and then something does have come along and floor you and, and take away something that you that you love and you it doesn't it, it you don't stop it didn't break it you. doesn't and then doesn't you realize you. your resilience and how strong you are and then that perhaps now gets you out of your comfort zone more yeah yeah i think so i think yeah i think exactly i think that you 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 realize what's important yeah you realize you don't want to waste time um I think I have a great understanding of myself and I have a great yeah. understanding of life and death and um great understanding of time um I don't want to waste time and yeah yeah and yeah as I said just I think yeah just what what, what you can what I'm capable of <laughs> I think that when we go through difficult things 
whether it's professionally or personally, it is going through it, as you explained at the start, just sitting in it and going through it that creates the polarity of relief on the other end. And you look back and you're like, um, with trauma like that, you realise, wow, I got through that and it does make you stronger. Whereas in a different example, let's say in business and you went through a, a really gruelling time and it was, and, and then it, there was success at the other end of it, that's when you feel elated and just go, oh, I did yeah. that. Like it's only by going yeah. through the difficult things that you don't really think you can do and you throw yeah. yourself and you lean in and um, that's what helps you to discover what you're made of and, and allows us to find gifts about ourselves that we didn't even know were there. Um, and, you know, it's hard when it comes through in trauma, though. Yeah, I think, I think that's very true. And I think um, the one thing that's important to note is that um, in many ways you're stronger, but in other ways you you. You, you'll be you'll be different in a way that you might not have you might not see it as a strength or you might feel like you know I don't feel stronger I feel like I've got these edges and scars and 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 but you, and you may never they may never go mm-hmm. but you do learn to sit with them and you learn to accept them as a part of you and a part of your journey and it doesn't always look like I'm, I'm, you know, that it doesn't always look like you've reached the other side. But I love that. That's your battle scars are a part of you and you've got yeah, to love them. And it, yeah. And I think and I think the other side is not it's not a magical place that you get to. It's it's just all part of the process and you will like look the back tapestry, and, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you look back and what do you feel? Um, uh, I mean, I, I still, obviously I still have a lot of grief and, um, um, but I also, I look back and I feel proud that I'm, um, that I am where I am and I'm, and I'm, and I also feel really, really grateful. I mean, um, I have another, I have another child, um, a little boy now, um, and, you know, he brings me so much joy and, and it's, Whilst I'm sad, I still feel um, really grateful. Um, not not grateful that I went through that, but I'm grateful for the things that I have, and I still feel grateful that she you was recognize. part of my life. Yeah, yeah, you can still yeah. see goodness around you, even though there yeah. was such darkness, and the courage yeah. it would have taken to go for another child again. Yeah, that came with a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother conversation. But yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, yeah, it came with its challenges. But I mean, what a what a of course. <laughs> oh, love that so beautiful so do you have any final tips like that you'd like to share with anyone else that might out there be going through something similar do you have any tips for them um look I would just say be soft with yourself um, yeah I'll give yourself time um and be really flexible be flexible with your goals be flexible with um with as I said, with your timeline, be flexible with your goals, be flexible with, with the, the things that you need to get yourself up each day to move. You know, it's some, they may be, you know, if you're lucky enough to have these internal resilience mechanisms that, you know, that are, you know, instilled in us 
through protective factors through childhood and all those things if you're lucky enough to have those that's amazing but it's okay also to look externally for some of those things um some of them are healthier than others <laughs> might be kinesiology pilates um yeah. diet counseling do what works for you and just what, be flexible it, it might be medication for a little while whatever yeah, whatever, whatever it is whatever it is so be, be open and flexible love it um and the other thing I would just say and, and um, is just to eliminate the word should from your vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's yeah. no good. It's, <laughs> it's no I good. Should. It's no good. It it's a waste of energy. Yeah. <laughs> just be you and be, be in your experience. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and as I said right at the start is that um, this, you know, resilience looks different for everyone and the way it looks for you is the way it's meant to look for you. Yeah. So um you'll find it in your own time and in your own way and um, beautiful yeah thank you so much laura this is really inspiring it's very <laughs> special that you've shared such a deep traumatic um journey with everybody today and on the show i like from the bottom of my heart thank you for sharing Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you for having me. That's all right. And if you guys want to check out um, Laura's awesome business, C-Studio, it's cstudio.com.au and she's also on Instagram. Thanks, Laura, so much. Um, we should get stuck into our Pilates session next. But before yes. <laughs> we're about to jump in, let's get moving. Let's get moving. <laughs> so everybody, no matter what you are going through, you can overcome it and discover what you are made of. See you next week.